0: Welcome to the East Asia Hotspots podcast, where we invite you to join us for chats with experts and scholars from around the world to talk about contemporary issues in East Asia. I'm the lead facilitator, Richard Haddock, with the George Washington University. Support of this podcast comes from the U.S. Department of Education's Title VI grant for East Asian Studies at the George Washington University's Elliott School of International Affairs. Our partners at the Elliott School that help make this podcast happen are the Seeger Center for Asian Studies and the GW Institute for Korean Studies. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of the speakers alone and do not reflect the position of the NRC. Through these podcasts, we want to encourage dialogue about diverse perspectives in East Asian Studies. Check out our website at nrc.elliot.gwu.edu for all our podcast episodes and info about East Asian studies at the George Washington University. Now, let's start the conversation.
1: First, let me say this isn't the first time we've imposed tariffs on China. It is, however, the first time that we've imposed so many tariffs on so many products.
2: When we see internet of things, let's make it an internet of beings. When we see virtual reality, let's make it a shared reality. When we see machine learning, let's make it collaborative learning. When we see user experience, let's make it about human experience. And whenever we hear that the singularity is near, let us always remember the plurality is here. So a plural version, a transcultural version of open government is what we in Taiwan uh, has been striving uh, for the past five years now.
3: The party thinks that it knows best. So it will advertise certain slogans. So for example, right after the Korean War, or even during the Korean War, sorry, there would be this propaganda of anti-Americanism. So the North Koreans blame America for starting the Korean War. So there was a lot of anti-American propaganda during
2: the 1950s. Digital is a great amplifier. If you want to make the state transparent to the citizens as we do, it amplifies that. But if you want to make citizens transparent to the state, it also amplifies that.
1: However, we carry trade imbalances with many countries, Canada, Mexico, Japan, the European Union. So part of this drive to parity with China is that China is a so-called rising power that engages in unethical trade practices. I believe that this combination, a country that is a rival and doesn't play by the rules, makes China a very attractive target in a trade war.
3: The party would project this kind of propaganda by saying to the people that we need to do this, telling the people that the party knows best. And as long as the people follow, this country will become socialist paradigm. Now within the party, the government system, there are different departments that handle literature and so forth, all the cultural arts, what we would call censors. That department, handled by a few party officials, would oversee how literature is written, how film is produced, how paintings are painted, and if it's not to their liking, they'll cut it off or they'll edit it. That kind of system has has been around in North Korea since the beginning, really modeling after the Soviet Union.
0: Thank you for listening in to our podcast episode. For more information about this episode and all our other episodes, be sure to check out our website at nrc.elliot.gwu.edu and subscribe to our email list to get the latest on upcoming episodes. If you have a recommendation on a topic or expert to interview for a future podcast episode, please send us your ideas via email to gweanrc at gwu.edu. Lastly, we'd like to thank our sponsors for all their support in making this podcast happen. But most importantly, we want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Until next time.